0: Hello, you're listening to Living Alone Together, and I am your only host, Yen. So, I don't know where to start. It's only been two to three days since I published my previous episode. Um, and so today it's just going to be a very short episode. Um, I still do want to record this one because um, I think I have to speak the truth. So, <laughs> in the past, most of my episodes deal with how to live a good life or... What it means to be happy. Uh, what it means to have a close relationship with someone. Uh, what is the nature of, of pleasure? How to, in a way, adjust your lives, uh, adjust your life from little, from small things, so that you become happier. Right. That's the general theme of my podcast. I've discovered, and I think, damn, it's just a complete lie. <laughs> Um, let me explain a little bit. What I mean by complete lie is that, you know, pe- when, when people are on, on a diet, all they could think about is is precisely food. And so that's exactly what I'm doing. I am malnourished in terms of whatever I'm discussing. And that's why I'm discussing them. And And in fact, I think you can use this to analyze most of the things that people ever chat about. Whatever they talk about um, without planning too much or even with planning um, is most likely the thing that they're lacking the most in their life. So if someone talks about uh, money all the time, it's probably because they don't have that much money. If someone talks about wanting to date or something, it's probably because that's exactly what it is, wanting. (laughs) Um, if someone talks about you know if someone is a, uh, an, uh, I don't know talks about their child all the time, it's probably because they actually have no idea how to deal with their child and so on and so forth. And I think I at least okay, I can speak for everyone. Um, but today I'm just gonna be totally negative, which is to say to be totally honest, I am deeply unsatisfied with my life so far really really unsatisfied I just feel completely unfulfilled that's why I keep discussing the meaning of being fulfilled and being happy and uh, let me explain a little bit what's going on so far in my life since after all I said this is going to be a public journal so I'm just going to disclose a lot of things about myself today in this episode Um, since I'm not that popular yet I think I guess you can download this episode and then you can blackmail me in the future if I eventually have uh, some sort of exponential growth. But before that, I'm just going to be completely honest and why not, right? Nothing to lose. So recently, I've I've started developing this nothing to lose mindset. If there's nothing to lose, do it. Stop researching the consequences. Stop giving you... Stop making mind mind maps or or tree diagrams before you make you take any action or make any decision. You would just just go for it if if uh it seems like there's nothing to lose, right? Even if there's something you lose, so what? Um, okay, that's on the point, but the negativity is on point. Very good. <laughs> All right. So what am I gonna what what uh what did I plan to say? I didn't plan to say anything. I just thought I want to be completely truthful. I've been so. So far, pretty much deceitful because I have put on this facade that I know something about this kind of stuff, which is completely false. I don't know anything about happiness. I don't know anything about pleasure. I'm just being speculative and I'm just proposing a hypothesis about this kind of thing. The reality, the truth is, I'm deeply unfulfilled because um, I am, in fact, living in the countryside And I think that's contributing to most of my unhappiness, at least materially, um, um, so far. So, for example, in the rural area of Taiwan, if you don't have a car or a a, um, scooter, you're you're considered to be without legs, basically. And I'm one of those. I only have a bicycle and let me explain it's not due to uh, you know i do i do have a driving s- driving's license i do have um i do know how to ride a scooter i suppose i, I mean i can quickly get a, a license for that um the point is not the money for for purchasing a scooter or the car the point is i have some sort of pride i got to admit that um w- w- what is what is this pride? Well, I suppose that if I purchase a scooter, I'm giving in to the fact that I'm, in fact, I'm, I'm giving in to the fact that I'm living in a rural area, and that I'm officially residing <laughs> in the countryside, which is very funny because with or without the scooter, I am residing in the countryside, and I'm just making my life very inconvenient by not getting any uh. "Quote unquote," valid means of transportation, and um, and and yet I still I still have this pride, and I personally just find scooters to be a very uh unesthetic design, uh, and a very ugly thing. In plain words, <laughs> I just cannot let myself purchase anything like that. I I just don't want to have. I just don't want to uh, possess that kind of thing, even though it could be tremendously useful um and i feel like i do get more value from um from a bicycle than a scooter because you do exercise a lot more with a bicycle and for my commute to work um i think the time it takes to to get there via a a, a bicycle versus a, a scooter is probably the same because of traffic so you know i just don't I just don't want to give in and I do have this superficial image. I just don't want to be someone who actually possesses a scooter because they live in the in the countryside. So that's kind of my source of unhappiness because I don't have a very very valid means of transportation in the countryside. I'm deeply unfulfilled and I just and plus I do have to mention something which is that due to this lack of transportation, I often have to rely on my coworkers um to do a um to, to 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 uh get a quick ride or something or um sometimes you know even on the bus I see my coworker in the morning and it's just very very unsatisfying the whole thing and I'm I think my mindset is starting to change ever since I um ever since I think I don't like the idea of carpooling. Um, it's just very annoying that you gotta see your co-worker the very first thing in the morning and after, after work uh, because you want to save some money. And I don't know, it's just very, very frustrating. And so that's one major source of my unhappiness so far. I do admit I'm not happy about the situation. As for getting a car, well, obviously the cost is a lot more and I'm not sure about about that however um, the thing with a car is that I don't want to be stuck in traffic. Uh, I've seen that often after work time um, there is like huge traffic uh, when you when you're in a your car and a bike actually gets you faster because... A bike is actually faster because you have a special lane designed for bikes and scooters. So, so car yeah, it's like an iffy thing. I, I don't even know. So, yeah, so I'm deeply unhappy because there's absolutely no way to get around the um, tiny town that I live in. And it's just very, very not nice. So that's, that's why I'm very, very unhappy with my situation so far. Um... Another thing is more of an existential thing, but I'm not going to discuss nihilism or the meaning of life or philosophy or values or, um, yeah, stoicism or anything like that. What I do want to talk about is a more uh, existential kind of boredom. I, I do from time to time occasionally go back to Camus and to read Kafka and stuff like that. And... And I'm not going to do that now, although I think they are very pertinent to this situation. Um, What I'm talking about is just existential boredom. I think it's pretty literal. Um, It's just about how whatever I do at work or even personally, I mean, at home, most of the things I do, I just feel like they are... It's not about being repetitive per se, but it's really... Um, unfulfilling. Although fulfilling or satisfying is too strong a word, I'm not looking to have a fulfilling task every single day. What I mean is um, a, for everything I do in life from smaller things to bigger things like um, talking to your friends, for ex- t- sorry, talking to your friend, for example, I think I just don't find the true... I don't find any true connection. Okay, I'm using that word again, but that's really what I mean. I I just don't... I, Yeah, okay, fine. Maybe unfulfilling is the word I'm looking for. It's just that everything is so um, tedious um, and repetitive and just tiresome in in a way. But in, in a sense, all of these words are already too strong. I think the very the very essence of, 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 of boredom is precisely the lack of everything, the lack of anything and everything. And that's what I'm feeling. I, I feel like, you know, if if something is painful to do, if something is really um, uh, annoying, um, then in, in a sense, it's still giving me stimulation. But I'm talking about a kind of complete lack of stimulation. Um complete just numbness, I think. That's what I'm talking about. And I think I cannot pinpoint exactly the moment that I feel that because it's not a moment. It's a background noise or it's a background water watermark or something. <laughs> yes, it's a watermark. That's exactly what it is, how I feel about, about boredom. Boredom is a watermark. Great analogy, <laughs> what I'm talking about. But, but you know what I mean, right? It's just that it's not... It's not that oh I'm actually very painful every morning I wake up thinking about work oh oh although of course that could happen it's just that everything I do there is like a lingering watermark <laughs> in the background that says so question um, mark and um, although that's not exactly accurate because with a so question mark it implies a kind of uh. uh need for for meaning and 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 I'm not I'm not seeking meaning I'm not seeking meaning precisely I'm seeking um I think I'm seeking more of a stimulation to say the least but stimulation sounds like a temporary thing I'm looking for I don't know where what's in between stimulation and meaning I think I'm just looking for um Something that's at least not so empty. And uh, I'm just looking for color. I think that's a better word. I'm looking for color. I'm looking for variety. I'm looking for, not for change, but color. I think color is the best word. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. So yeah, I'm not seeking something so so grand as um, as meaning or value or life liveliness or... Uh, vibrancy. Um, I'm just seeking colors. I'm just seeking a little bit of change from time to night, ne- from time to time. A little bit of uh, sort of mixture and and um, it's sort of like a watercolor kind of thing. And uh, and yet all I have so far is the watermark that says boredom, boredom, boredom. And um, I I can't. I, I can't exactly give a precise moment where that happens, because it, it is, after all, in the background. It's just that I've been feeling this for a long time. And I'm pretty sure this is not depression, per se, because, I, as you see, I, I still sure have this energy to to go around and to see, to seek that color, to seek that sometimes the stimulation i still try to connect with others i do a lot of things and i do still find food good food very pleasant i still find uh, good weather very pleasant i still find exercising interesting to a certain extent sometimes i still like buying stuff and i still like discovering new things so I, I still have a lot of energy in my in my in myself but it's just not after I g- exert this kind of energy, um, occasionally there's like a sense of underwhelmingness. <laughs> underwhelmingness. Yeah, a sense of all of this being very underwhelming. And I'm talking about a more long-term background, high transparency kind of um, underwhelmingness. So I'm not talking about uh, disappointment. Disappointment would be a really, really strong feeling or Frustration or uh, or being annoyed. I'm not talking about these emotions. I'm really talking about a more existential type of underwhelmingness. Is that a word? Underwhelmingness. Anyway, like a watermarky underwhelming kind of feeling, and that's how um, that's well that's how how my life's being really Um, and I suppose in part that's also why I started this podcast because I don't want that to be um, to be there I don't want to I want to be numb against that numbness (laughs) exactly and I suppose when I'm recording this podcast I do feel uh, a lot more uh, like a person and um, as I said, most of the time I, I don't have a script. I just briefly I have a brief idea of what I want to talk about that day, right? So so yeah, so what did I what did I mention so far? the fact that I'm living in, in the countryside and the fact that there is this perpetual underwhelmingness and uh, watermark of boredom in my life. So these two things are major sources of well let's say a lack of happiness in my life um and in the third thing uh, that's made me made me quite uh, unhappy let's say um is the the inability to gouge exactly what's going on with other people and i i think i've mentioned this several times where that I often, I do spend a lot of energy trying to decipher the, 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 um, reactions and the words of other people and often to no, uh, no avail. And, (laughs) and, um, and today I'm not exactly talking about that, although it, it's something like that, which is the fact that I'm completely ignorant of what's going on in another person's mind, and what they're doing, and what kind of business they have, um, but I'm, in part it is about that, but in another part, I think, um, I think I am really talking about, um, the fact that I suspect the other party also has that watermark of boredom, and that we are in fact connected together by that mutual watermark of boredom. And that is a very, very, I guess, depressing. Or at least very intriguing thought to me. L- let me explain a little bit. So, so I say I said that yes, of course, there are so many things I don't know about another person, and I often, I often wonder what the other person is thinking and why they did that and how why they acted that way. Um, so that is more of a uh, the content um, of of ignorance. But I think the structure of ignorance really. Uh, becomes in the end the speculation that everyone also operates on this watermark of boredom like me in other words in other words because i just have so little information about another person another human being in the end the i guess the natural evolutionary or the na- yeah, the natural evolutionary reaction or the natural, the safe bet is to think that actually this other person doesn't have that much going on either. And and they are exactly like you. They are as bored and as tired and as as frustrated and as unsatisfied um, in the grander sense of, of these things as you are. Uh, I'm not saying that you know, obviously, some people have more energy, some people have less, some people are more depressed, some people are naturally uh, more excited about things. I'm not talking about that kind of short-term, temporary emotion. Um, I'm really referring to the long-term background noise that's operating in everyone's mind. And I suspect that most people are actually the same as me. I suspect that we are only really connected by our mutual um, feeling of boredom. And that that idea <laughs> is very... it Obviously, it's very ironic. We're connected by... By the lack of things And um, and yet um, The thing is It's also It's not very liberating To know this <laughs> It's not very liberating As in um, Even though it counts as Knowledge Or at least it's a very It's a theory um, If this theory is true It would be very very Um, um it's just very awkward how to operate with this knowledge that, you know what, everyone is just like you. They find life boring. They are trying to get by their days um, the way that you are do- doing. And they are, the reason that you find them very, very mysterious is precisely that there is no uh, absolute, lo- uh, absolute logic in what people most uh, do most of the time they may have some blueprint in their mind and some of the more psychopathical people psychopathical people some of the psychopaths or psychopath like people they may have a better uh, a better idea of that what they, what they want to do they could be more cunning they could be uh, actually a, a more, Uh, They could actually have a better vision of their lives. But most of the uh, other human beings, they're just like you. They have a very vague sense of direction. And most of their lives are, if you connect the dots, you will see that there's absolutely no line, no dots, no squiggling whatsoever. There's only this watermark of boredom. And I'm talking about this very transparent kind of thing it's it's the boredom that is just lurking in the uh, background it's not the boredom that makes you sigh when you're actually bored i'm talking about the existential type of boredom and and so that's very disturbing the thought that we are saying we are connected by this lack of things um, of course, this is just my hypothesis. Uh, of course, maybe uh, most other people have very rich inner lives. I just don't know the way to get to them. I don't know. But anyway, my point is, that's what's really on my mind. That's why I feel that I do need to discover or explore a little bit um, the topics I've been talking about that I've been touching on. And um, and yeah. And the truth is, I am someone who is completely lost in the game of, I don't know, of life, I suppose. And um, and you know what's going on? Every day I have to wake up at the same time. I have to go through that shitty traffic. I have to, every day I have to go to bed at the, at the same time as well. Um, I have to prepare my lunch. And, and by the way, in the countryside, there is nothing to eat near your office, near your company. And you got to bring your own lunch or you got to eat uh, from the company, which has not very good food. And so that's it. That's really who I am or rather what's been going on with me. I'm not I'm someone who doesn't have a clue about happiness, who doesn't have a clue about connections, um, who has a very, very unstructured life who has who is not productive who is not going to be a productive guru uh, who is not going to be a lifestyle guru if that's what you're looking for who is not going to teach you how to do meditation who is not going to do yoga who is not going to eat healthy I'm just someone who is trying to I hope potentially to uh, remove that watermark that's it and I, I don't know how to do it I think I do have to there's something truthful about this whole thing, which is that this podcast is a great source of comfort for me and uh, it's a really selfish project I have to admit and as you can see, I'm just like I'm just I'm just sharing my my more or less negative thoughts right now and I'm not trying to heal anyone. I'm not trying to make every anyone feel better about themselves, although if that that could be a happy side effect. Um, yeah, so that's it. I, I think I think I do I just want to put it out there because um, in the past few days I've been very, very unhappy and it's not even because there's nothing there's something that doesn't go my way. It's just that this routine thing, this habit thing is that like, they're making me very very, mm-hmm. very uh, robotic and there's absolutely no diversity in my own. Life, there's no diversity. Uh, there's no change. There's no. Um, there's no stimulation. Absolutely. So, I have to say, I do have two kinds of boredom. I do have the existential type of boredom I just talked about. But on the other hand, I also have the lack of, the usual sense of the word boredom, where, uh, you know, a movie could be boring, a book could be boring, all that. I did um, crazily ordered i think five or six books um and uh i'm hoping to get them soon and by the way because uh, i read english books i have to get them from amazon so that takes a while and plus because there is not even a bookstore where i live or a proper bookstore let's say where you've got a lot of selection um of books uh, a good selection of books um I have to order online for all my books and so gosh it's so depressing. I think I got to move out of this place very very soon or else I'll just I'll just merge into the background. <laughs> That's not, not happy. So yeah, I um I don't know what's going to happen. It's like It's like maybe I should just get a car or something and make myself a little bit easier um but the evil me or the devil me would come out and just like uh, list all the unnecessary spending or the necessary spending that is with a car that I wouldn't have to worry about if I didn't get it. Um, a scooter, I don't know, it's just very, it's still a pride thing. I cannot put down my pride so far, so I, I still probably won't get it. Plus, they're just so ugly. Um, so yeah, very, very negative episode, isn't it? Um, I still, by the way, it's been 26 minutes, not bad. Um, I could go on and on, honestly, and I could maybe read out a little bit from actual existential writers and maybe discuss them a little bit. Uh, After all, this is a public thing, so maybe it has to be more informative. I, that's a complete lie. Um, by the way, I, I read some uh, analyses of psychopaths. And I wonder, you know, I wonder if it's... Maybe everyone has a little bit of psychopathy in them, I think. Because, or else, how are you going to survive? How are you going to lie to yourself and just live every day as if nothing bad is going on? As if as if you deserve whatever you're getting? I I don't know. I feel like everyone must everyone who is surviving in the society must have a tiny uh tiny tiny um let's say part or tinge of of psychopathy uh, or else yeah I think if not if if you're completely without psychopathy you're gonna you're gonna just dissolve very quickly in the society <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. And I think, in another sense, everyone is an actor or an actress, and they're just playing a part. And I think being an actor or an actress requires a little bit of psychopathy. You have to be charming without actually being substantially charming. Uh, you gotta know the unspoken rules. You gotta know how to how most people, uh, most other people operate. You gotta know. You got to know emotions without being emotional. And all of these traits, I su- su- suppose, are um, skills of a good actress, a good actor or a good actress, right? So, um, yeah, that's just my suspicion. Uh, what What is the point? The point is, guys, I cannot lie anymore. <laughs> my life isn't good, exactly, I, um, I'm just miserable every day, I feel like there's no stimulation in my life, the only thing I can do is to borrow books like Madame Bovary, and I'm halfway through, by the way, it's not bad, um, it's kind of cute actually, but the translation I have isn't exactly good, it's a little bit, I, guess, I don't know, I think I can find a better version, excuse me. So yeah, so see, it's my it's, it's my body what is it? Circadian rhythm and I'm feeling tired already. Um, damn it. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm am being completely honest. I think this kind of episode won't pop up so 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 frequently. It's just going to appear once every 3 to 4 weeks. Maybe I'll do a completely honest episode where I just review how terrible my life has been and and I'm not even trying to improve it. I'm just going to complain. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that's about it. Um, what else can I say? I did order a bunch of essential oils. I hope they help. They can help me get through this horror that is life. All right? So, yeah. Have a wonderful, you know, not even wonderful. Just have a truthful, uh, quiet evening. And I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.